Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Parent Q Live. Carlos Enrique Whitaker Guzman Archibolca Bale, or Los, for short, coming to you to talk about something that we could all be a little better at in these days, in these times. Guys, we live in a really grumpy time in life, a grumpy time in, on social media. Everyone's just grumpy. And today we're going to be talking about, when I say we, Reggie Joyner, Greg Payne, and Chris Nivey, about kindness. Listen, when we say kindness, we mean showing others that they are valuable by how you treat them. That, if you didn't know what kindness was defined as, now you know, okay? That's what we're talking about, showing other, that others that they're valuable, not just showing them by telling them, but actually how you treat them. So we here at Parent You Life think that kindness is a way to show love. And listen, with Valentine's Day last week, we thought that this was the perfect time to talk about kindness. What does it mean to be kind? I know that each and every one of you guys knows what it means when someone is not kind to you and when it, someone is kind to you. So this conversation, um, as simple as the topic is, I think we are going to get valuable information from our friends. So sit back and enjoy this conversation with Reggie, Greg, and Kristen Ivey on kindness. Why, why does kindness matter? I mean, sometimes I worry that we really don't teach or encourage our kids to be kind because as parents, it just doesn't seem like it's really an urgent issue. I mean, yeah, you need to be kind today. I mean, that, that doesn't seem like it's important. Yeah. I mean, actually being kind, kind of like most positive character qualities, affects somebody's emotional and physical health. And one scientist, David Hamilton, wrote a book called Why is kindness good for you? And he suggests that kindness changes the brain. It impacts the heart and immune system. It may even be an anecdote to a depression. When we're kind, our bodies are healthier. He even claims that an act of kindness can help a damaged heart regenerate faster. So if you want to raise healthy kids, you teach them to be kind. It also affects their happiness. Some research suggests that practicing kindness can make people up to 25% happier. Okay, but here's a question, though. Can you really teach a kid to be kind? And if you make your kids do kind things, even though they don't feel like doing kind things, does that count as kindness? I actually, I think it does because an act of kindness changes you. In fact, I'm not sure it's possible for anyone to consistently practice being kind without it changing them. My philosophy would just be you act kind even when you don't feel like it so that ultimately you will feel like being kind. So could we all agree that what we're saying is that when people do acts of kindness for you, it changes you. And when you do acts of kindness for other people, that changes you too. Yeah, you, you don't have to feel like being kind to act kind. And if you act kind, chances are it'll make you feel kindness towards someone. And, and besides, you know what? If I'm on the receiving end, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care why you were kind to me. So, just... <laughs> so if we were like stepping into your home for a little bit and kind of looking around to see what's happening kind of in the kindness arena, what are some stories? What are some things happening in your world or that have happened in your world that remind you as a family why kindness is important? I guess in our house right now, our latest kindness conversations have to do with the fact that my five-year-old is like living with the justice police. Mm. I mean, he not only keeps the rules personally, but he ensures that everyone else follows the rules as well, especially his three-year-old sister. That's an interesting thing. I wonder wow. where he gets that from, Greg. Oh, he I must enjoy know. that. Uh, maybe. That, maybe like the third kindest person would know something. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. But our conversations about kindness really are about motive and tone and what it sounds like to speak up for your sister instead of telling on your sister. 
It's kind of hard to explain to a five-year-old. I bet. Twenty-five-year-old. I, you know, I, <laughs> I did read a blog the other day. It was an article from a lady named Megan Jordan, who does something I think is unique to teach her kids about kindness. She teaches her kids to ask themselves questions so they can become more empathetic and kind. For example, here's some questions that she teaches them to ask themselves uh, related to others. How would that make him or her feel? How would doing that make me feel? Um, she would tell them to look at, at someone's face and ask the question, what do I think she's thinking or feeling right now? Mm. Is she maybe lonely or left out? Or what else might be causing him or her to be upset? I, I like the questions she teaches them to use when they're fighting. She says, ask, is it necessary to fight about this? Uh, is it worth being right? Or even is it worth just winning? And, what do you uh, do when your kid says yes? <laughs> I don't know. That's worth winning. <laughs> yeah. Then it's worth, then, then you're in a whole other area. For the last one, she says when they're fighting, did I do something to hurt their feelings or just to be cool? Hmm. And then there were four questions that I really love that she just teaches them to systematically ask other people, uh, like, are you okay? Is there anything I can do to help? Is there anything you need? You want to play? And by asking those questions over time, they actually are pushed into scenarios and, and situations where they demonstrate and have to learn and practice kindness. Those are great questions. I'm going to have to write those down. I think... As somebody who loves to read and enjoys fiction with my kids, I also think that sometimes just reading a book together gives you an opportunity to talk about what do you feel like that character's feeling right now? What would you do in that situation? That's really good. Um, in addition to reading, we also found this game recently. It's called Q's Race to the Top. I think it just came out in Target um, in a bunch of different places, but it's got scenarios that you can use in the game as you get Q the monkey to the top of the game board that kind of gives you a conversation starter with your kids about what would be the kind thing to do in this situation. So the right stories can build empathy. Playing together the right games can put you in scenarios. I also think it's great if you identify real-life stories in your family or around you that can illustrate kindness. Oh, yeah, we do, we do that. We love keeping like family history things. There, there's one story about kindness that's really in our whole lore now. It happened 11 years ago. My family had just gone through a really diff tough time. We, it, it, we have two small children. We had to travel eight hours away from my mom's death and funeral. Mm. And we wow. were gone about a week. And, you know, people out there know what that is. It's just yeah. a hard week. And you know what that does to your family. You leave in a rush. You don't get anything done. And then you start living in this world where nothing is normal. And it's just hard to get through. So while we're gone... The small group that we're in, they had to break into our house. They didn't have a key. They broke into our house, and they cleaned up everything. They That's mowed amazing. the lawn. They washed dishes. They did the laundry. It was just crazy. And so... We, so wait a minute. Did you, did you have any idea they were going to do something like no, that? No. No, nothing. And, and so we came back. We opened the door, and everything's sparkling and smelling good. And, and I mean, it, it was just overwhelming. So basically, that at least gave your family this moment in time, a defining moment to look back and go, you know what, that's how you feel when someone treats you in an unexpected way and they recognize how important it is uh, to make you important. Absolutely. I, I think that one of the things I struggle with sometimes is what it, what is the reason that we teach our kids to be kind? In other words, 
in the back of a kid's mind, if they're asking the question, well, why should I be kind? We, we don't want to say, well, because you'll be healthy if you're kind or because you'll be happy if you're kind. I mean, that seems selfish. So what is the reason we give kids for being kind? Is it always wrong to appeal to their selfish motives? I, mean, <laughs> I think sometimes there's something in that. But aside from that, I think it's also just a part of who we are. We talk to our kids about being created in the image of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're created in the image of a God who is kind. Um, and who is loving. And there's a memory verse we use at our house kind of almost as a catchphrase that you are kind and loving to others. Um, it's just a good way to say it for preschoolers. But we're made in an image of God who is kind. And because everyone around us is made in the image of God, we're to treat them with kindness as well. As ironic as it sounds, you know, we're a Christian organization and we, we have to lean into Christians sometimes and remind Christian leaders, you know, the world would just be a different place if Christians would just start treating everybody who breathes like they're made in the image of God and that everybody has this stamp of God's image on them, even if they don't believe what you believe, even if they don't line up with your doctrine or theology, if we would just start treating everyone as if they're in God's image, it would change It would change the way people see us, the way people see God, the way that people see the world. Yeah, there, there's a sense in which we as Christians need to pave the way to show others what it looks like to be kind. And as Christians, we can talk about what Jesus said, right? I mean, Jesus taught us to do to others what we want them to do for you. Actually, I hope it's okay to do that because there are times in my family when I've had to kind of drop the name Jesus just to make sure that it gave what I was wanting them to do a little bit of a different weight. I mean, because, you know, Jesus is a little heavier than dad or with mom. If you don't so, take my word for it, right, Jesus. Right. This is what Jesus said. And it's, it's kind of not unsimilar to what he said when he said, love your neighbor as yourself, which is another way of saying the same thing. Do to others what you would want them to do to you. Now, one thing I used to love to do with him is I would intentionally quote the verse wrong to see if they would catch it and to see if they would correct it because, you know, kids love to correct your parents. So I would say things like, so does the passage say, do to others so they will do to you? And of course they would go, no, 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 that's not what it says, you know, and, I, and, and you know, they, they would correct me. That's funny. So doing to others so they will do something for you. Yeah, that that's a little bit of manipulation. <laughs> kind of like what Reggie did at the beginning of the podcast. You know what? We're, we're trying to we're trying to have a spiritual conversation here about very important principles. Kindness. Um, Stay with us. Come you on. Know, another another thing I would say to them sometimes is does it say do to others because they did it for you? And they'll correct me and again I'll explain, you know, you're you're right. You don't do it because, you don't do it so. You just do it because they're in the image of God. That's why. Yeah. I think those are great reasons. Since I'm learning from the two of you, the two kindest parents at this table. Mm-hmm. And you're learning quickly. Good. You're doing That's, good. I think so. What yeah. are some other practical ideas for how you can demonstrate kindness as a family? Oh, I wanted to talk about this one. This is a cool thing. Uh, uh, some friends of ours who work at a Chick-fil-A told me about it. It's called paying it back. And it's the phrase they use when somebody at the drive-thru comes through and they, and they pay for the person's food behind them. And, and they say a lot of times it starts a chain reaction, and the person behind them pays the person behind them, and their record so far is 183 people who kept paying it back. Well, I love the fact that they're inspired to show kindness to someone who hasn't shown kindness to them, because that's what we want our kids to learn, right? To realize you don't just show kindness to the person who did it for you, but you should just be kind because... You should be kind. That's right. Yeah. We're made in the image of God. What what if we really just started acting like everyone who breathes is created in the image of God and we treat them that way, regardless of their age, regardless, you know, of their race, regardless of their religion. I mean it's just Yeah, definitely. Regardless of their age, 
we should try to be kind to people kind of the way that I'm learning how to be kind to the two of you. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh that was, you know what? I bet she was number 184 in that Chick-fil-A line. I'm not <laughs> sure that was very kind. <laughs> oh, it was There you guys have it. What did I say? That was a deep conversation about kindness. Listen, this is the cue, right? We need to teach our kids the value of being kind. So this is how we're going to do it. Look for something kind to do for some one this week or something this week. Look for something kind to do for someone or something this week. Really someone. Let, let's be honest. I don't want you to be kind to a tree or kind to your pencil. Um, even kind to your dog. That's fine. But I want you to find a human with a soul that you can be kind to. Losiah is sitting across the table from me. And so, Losiah, I'm going to find a way to be kind to you this week. I, I wasn't very kind to Pope. Okay, so I wasn't very kind to Pope. So maybe I can be kind to my dog and my son this week. Uh, that would be something fun to do. There's there's the cue. And you heard it straight from my 11-year-old's lips. I need to find a way to be kinder to my dog. I want to let you guys know something. Next week, we've got a podcast coming out. We've got the greatest interview of all time. The greatest. I mean, uh, many some of you guys have asked for LeBron James on this podcast. Uh that's he's not up to the level of what we've got here. Some of you guys have asked for um, past presidents on the podcast. No, they're not up to what this interview is going to be. The next week we have the greatest interview of all times. It is, ladies and gentlemen, my wife, my wife Heather Whitaker is going to be on the podcast, and we're going to be talking about parenting different versions of kids, and then how that parenting um, a version of a toddler when they grow up into. Uh, adolescents and then when they grow up into teenagers, how you stay consistent in parenting that, but also how we change as parents. So I personally can't wait for next week's episode. It really quite possibly may be my favorite interview of all times. So make sure you guys subscribe so you don't miss it. Listen, leave a review, let your friends know all about Parent Q Live, and we will talk to you guys next week. When I say we, I mean my wife, mi esposa, and myself. We'll see you soon. (laughs) 